I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now I 
am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. I had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. The 
you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. This is the right place to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Understand what a man gotta do then. It's 
should never be a problem when he's got to do it. If the dam stands still and the water stops moving, you'll still never hear me use any excuses. I'm living my life in this fucked up haze. Lord, I'm so sick of my fucked up ways. I'm so sick of having these fucked up days. Hear critics, but give no fucks what they say. In the closet pulling out skeletons When the monsters came out to help again Demons help within, came from hell again You can't take me no place that I never been And the soul is something you can't sell again And this pain inside me, it may never end I just pray that the pearly gates let me in Let they let me in I believe that everybody needs a second chance I believe that men do what they want, boys, what they can I believe that everyone should wear hearts on their sleeves That's what I believe, man, that's what I believe I believe even dark souls will finally shine for something I believe we can make it about this been struggling I respect the man that gives it all or nothing That's what I believe, man, that's what I believe Let me tell you what I believe So much pain, I don't know how to grieve Come from hopping, I sock on my veins Everybody got sticks like a hockey team Honey shot, somebody gotta bleed Retribution plus retaliation is must Shooters ain't copping, please I've been in the mood for a robbery I believe all of my hoes are sour I believe I don't know three that I can even tolerate For more than an hour My family, that's who I do this shit for And I'm proud I record to empower my people My pops went to jail three times this spring Guess who bailed them out in this court cost 2,000 I don't even fuck with them, try to make granny smile, but it's rough when my trust fucked up Since I felt like with everybody that I came up with, fuck Since Little League, talking ready, said hurt with me Came up, now I truly believe that they ain't never fuck with me Truly believe that I never needed nobody for nothing, fuck I believe that everybody needs a second chance I believe that men do what they want, boys, what they can I believe that everyone should wear hearts on their sleeves That's what I believe, man, that's what I believe I believe even dark souls will finally shine for something I believe we can make it about this been struggling I respect the man that gives it all or nothing That's what I believe, man, that's what I believe And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am V. Lynn. Mick is still hunting, so he's not here. He went out hunting this afternoon. He had to get all of his, like, licenses and stuff in order because, you know, you can't just go up and shoot shit. You have to get permission from the government first and pay a shit ton of money. Still cheaper than a cow. So they finally got everything in order, and he... uh got his rifle zeroed and all that good stuff. And he went hunting this afternoon. They didn't see anything. They're going out tomorrow and the next day. Tomorrow's Thursday and Friday. Friday, they're going up to the preserve thing. That's probably where he'll get most of the meat. And uh, yeah, he'll come back eventually. Saturday, Sunday, who knows? He's got to be back to work on Monday. So he might have to be back to work on Saturday. I don't know. Anyway. And uh, Ghost was supposed to be joining us today, but his furnace broke. 
and he's in a place where it's really fucking cold. So he's waiting on someone to come and fix his furnace because that's how that goes. So coming in, pinch hitting for me, the amazing, beautiful, wonderful Liana Wilbert. It's ladies night. What's up, Liana? I'm good. Glad to be here. I hate that that happened to ghosts. That sucks. I cannot even imagine freezing my ass off right now. Uh-uh. Girl, I know it kind of sucks. Like I, the temperature is so fucked up here. It's going to be 35 tonight and 65 tomorrow. Of course. I'm like, I mean, okay. Yo-yo so. weather. <laughs> it's up and down, up and down. And everybody's sick. Have you noticed that? Literally everybody I know is sick. Everybody's sick. Except for me. Not over this way, at least not yet. Knock on wood, wherever it may be. But uh, yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. But we know we get sick whenever the winter hits. You're getting less of your sunlight and your natural vitamins and your being in your little bubbles. And then when you go out of the house to do any kind of shopping, you're going to get shed on and it's just going to be what it is. So yeah. take your extra precautions. Make sure you're taking your zinc, buffing up on your... Uh, vitamin C, et cetera, and, and get out there and, and test that immune system. Keep it strong. No oh, Defiantvitamins.com. Those liposomal vitamins are kick-ass. I add them to my Cardio Miracle. Shit's amazing. That's what we call the dirt water. Cardio oh, I know. It's good. And I really do like it. Um, the blend of carrot and pomegranate just really gives it that little kick. So, I mean, I know you guys were calling it dirt water and everything, but, you know, I, I did my first one with some freezing cold water and I, I yeah. liked it. it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it really is. We only call it dirt water because of the texture, because you have to, you know, I mean, it is, it can get grainy if shake you don't it up, shake baby. it. Yeah, we shake it all the time and it's fine. So I have no idea what ghost furnace problem is. Slopsky, he just texted me a couple hours ago and was like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I can't make it. My furnace is busted. I'm waiting for someone to come and fix it. I was like, I mean, okay. He's like, it's really freaking cold here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, that sucks. Move south. Heating pad and electric blanket. <laughs> Seriously, move south. That too. I mean. Well, once we finally get our Patriot plantation started, you know, uh, we'll, we'll have lots of people coming to the warmer weather. Oh, no, Slavsky. Liana's here in Georgia with me. She's just a little further north than I am. So, yeah, I'm in the mountains. So when I went to go and celebrate VLAN's birthday, it had been cold and windy as fuck. I mean, my wind chimes have had no break. OK, so I pack all of this fleece and big, fluffy, fuzzy cloaks and I mean, just everything to keep me warm because I know we're going to be spending a lot of time on the back porch. You know, mm -hmm. that, that's just like the hangout spot. Yeah. And uh, no, it was fucking gloriously warm, no breeze the entire time I was freaking there, Yeah, which is why I was traveling home in the attire I was traveling home in. So yeah, there's yeah. that. It sucks. There's that. Anyway. Anyway. So, how was your day? It was good. Uh, I, I did the show this morning. I struggled. I, I'm having so hard a time beating these same dead horses and, and having these little trickles of shit come out here and there and paying attention to all the shit they want us to pay attention to. And then trying to find the lawyers and getting the documentations and writing the emails. Email takes so much longer than just a quick phone call. 
No shit. Nobody wants to talk to anybody anymore. No, because then you don't have it documented. It's not in writing. If it's not in writing, it didn't happen. So my mom always said, you don't put nothing in writing. You don't want people to be able to use against you. And, and this text message, email shit is like, okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. No shit. Um, which, you know, I, I'm, we're supposed to go to court tomorrow and I called them and they're like, no, we don't have you on the calendar. Cause I never got a letter or anything. The judge said I'd get a letter a week before. Nope. Never got it. But I don't trust them, so I'm going anyway, just to I make would. sure that CYA. I'm not on there. Because yeah, because um, you know, if it's not in writing, I don't trust it. So I'll show my ass up there, and if I'm not on the docket, then I'm not on the docket, and you know, then I'll come home and make antennas and plant some strawberries and some garlic and you know, good stuff like that. But uh, I'm, my ass is going to court tomorrow, just in case, just yeah. in case. So. I don't blame you. Did you go to the actual official website and search through the cases and put your case number in and see if it's actually on the calendar anywhere or? Oh, oh no, the website doesn't work like that. And plus oh. they've already told me that the official county website isn't official and it's not maintained by the county. Oh, great. And so you can't trust it. So, and after I made a big stink about that in court, they took down the website essentially and said that um the code had changed and they would be revising it and it would be up within the next six months oh and i was like oh because they told me in court that they had updated the code in 2020 mm. but it's 2023 and they never updated the website or let any of the people that live in the county know that the code had changed because they changed it during COVID, so no one voted on it. So and the district lines as well, correct? They changed the the lines of the actual properties of neighborhoods. Well, yeah, they changed some things from rural rural residential to just residential. So even like the unincorporated parts of the county are now basically they turned us into a giant HOA and put us under this international code for whatever. Like, but you would code. think being homeowners that they would be required by law to at least send you something in the mail to inform you that such changes may be coming up or have taken effect. But, 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 but COVID. Uh, well, you know, because they did it in 2020. That's their excuse for everything. That is their excuse for everything for everything. Yeah. So Absolutely. anyway, you know, um, yeah. I did I, call a new attorney today. Yeah, how'd that go? Um, I, I I went through the list and and it was like uh, Jewish, Muslim, Jewish, whatever names. But then I came upon a wolf, and and it wasn't that far down. And I was like, well, wolf, wolf pack. Maybe okay. this is the one I should call. Maybe that's serendipitous. That's so fine. yeah. I gave him a call and, and and we'll see what happens. He's interested. He asked me to send him certain documents, not everything I had, but just what he wanted to see. So. I've done that and we'll find out. Okay. Well, hey. So I, I'm I'm keeping going. I, I'm trying to keep it going. We'll, we'll find out. I mean, it's not like you can stop. Right. You need a lawyer. Yes. So. Anyway, craziness. Oh. Yay. Yeah. Oh, so I, I went to, uh, I went to my parents' house today. Mm, that's I, always a fun visit. Daddy's yeah. cool. In a way. Anyway. Daddy just got his seventh. COVID shot. I still can't. I, just, I know. Would you let me add him already? I, 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 I've been, I look, I'm charming. He you know likes, what? now let he me add him. But it's not even fucking worth it. Like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, there's, <laughs> there's no, there's no getting through to him. He's just completely brainwashed, but. Well, hitting where it counts, tell him that it's going to affect his music. 
He doesn't give a shit. Oh, I thought he, he loved being part of the He does, but he doesn't care about anything. I mean, honestly, he tried to help me paint. It didn't go very well. So now I have to redo the trim that my mother insisted that I do first. And anyway, it's just, it's a, it's a big freaking dramatic mess. But I swear, because I was there on Monday too. I swear that yesterday, that's why I had a headache all day because he shed on me all over the place. So, Probably. Um, but you know, he told me today and oh, I'm trying to paint like, and I don't, I don't paint with tape. Like I don't use tape, right? I'm just careful. If you're good, you don't need it. Exactly. It's just, it takes more time to fucking tape it and take the tape off and put the tape back on and take the tape off again. And just, just paint the fucking wall. Just paint the Half fucking the time wall. The fucking tape peels the damn paint off the wall. Exactly. Any fucking way. I no just, I I'm like, my hands are steady. I've got a good brush. I just, you know, I just cut it out with the brush and it's, it's mm -hmm. fine. Right. Um, but, uh, but you know, when, I'm up on a ladder trying to do that up at the ceiling. And all of a sudden my dad's like, Hey, did you know this? I'm like, what the f son of a, can you pass me that rag, please? I just got paint on the fucking trim again. <laughs> can you please not talk to me while I'm trying to cut out paint without tape? Seriously. Like, it's just really not cool. But anyway, he says to me, he's like, Hey, did you know the, uh, the guy? And I don't, I, I don't remember his name y'all. He's, he was literally 101 years old. The guy that invented, um, or that came up with, uh, all in the family and, um, like Sanford and son and all that. He died today. He was like 101. No, I did not know. Yeah. My dad told me that today. So I wanted to start out with this little clip from uh, All in the Family. Did you watch All in the Family when you were a kid? Oh, hell yeah. I know the theme song. You want to sing it? Dude, I loved All in the Family. My grandma used to, my my dad, my real dad's mom used to make me watch I can't even do the Edith. Fucking hysterical. All right. Watch, watch this. This is so perfect for today anyway. And my dad was like, you know, if they try to put those shows on TV today, and then he just shook his head. And I was oh, like, oh, canceled. Oh, yeah. canceled. Canceled. Here you go. And let me ask you this. Do you think Jimmy is roaming around the White House tonight trying to find a meatloaf to warm himself up on? <laughs> I don't think the card is eating meatloaf. <laughs> Electric toasters, 
electric ovens, electric stove, electric stereo, electric TV, electric race, electric hair blower, electric knives, electric every damn thing. Not to mention the cars. And now, after all the big corporations there make the billions and billions of dollars worth of profits, signals, wham, they're changed. And after telling us for years that we can't live without this junk, now they tell us that we gotta live without it. The country is going straight into the dumper. <laughs> He wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't. It's just, it's amazing. They push all these things on you and then, no, you're bad because you use them. Hey, it was y'all's fucking idea. I mean, who really needs an electric knife to carve their Thanksgiving turkey? Exactly. I don't actually, that's the one thing I don't have in my kitchen. I don't have an electric knife. I have literally every other fucking kitchen implement known to me. I might have two. I'll give you one because you do. You have every freaking thing in the sun in your kitchen. I know. I know. It was, it's ridiculous. I did have to get a new food processor though, because I had like three different food processors and they were all broken. And so I was like, fuck this. And they were all different kinds. So it wasn't like I can cannibalize and like take one piece out of another and put it on here. It didn't work. It's like, fuck, like one, the, the, the slide on one was too big. And then like, I, whatever. They do that shit by design. No interchangeable parts. It was ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I threw that through all those pieces of shit out and bought a new one. And, uh, you know, cause got to make the dog food. Yeah. Not that Seamus is eating. Seamus hasn't eaten in three days. So you figure what, two more days before she gives in and she's actually wanting it. Um, right now she's literally at his throat. Like he just, he drools all over her and he, he licks her constantly and he kisses her. And I'm like, look, Annie, he loves you so much. And then she's like, she starts growling. She's like, get the fuck. All right, I'm done. And then she goes for the juggler or the cheek and she just grabs him wherever she can and hang. I'm like, Annie, don't rip his throat out, bitch. Seriously. <laughs> And he won't fight. You know, normally he'll fight back. No, no. Right now he won't fight back. He's like, whatever you got, bitch, bring it. I'll take it. <laughs> well, he's like twice, three times her size. I was truly afraid she was going to kill him today while I was gone at my parents. She's probably looking at that thing as he's getting excited and it's poking out to say hi, going, no way in hell. Uh-uh, that is not coming anywhere near me. No. <laughs> And it's, uh, he's literally like trying, he's grabbing her with her, with his paw and like dragging him back to her, like dragging her back to him. And I'm like, Ooh, shit, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> my, my headphone extension decided to push a button. My bad. <laughs> Just like that. It was, uh, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway, it's, uh, Mick is very grateful that he is not here right now because well, that's what I was saying. Uh, you were talking about how he was still out uh, hunting and you're not sure exactly when he's going to return. Home, like when I tell him that um, everything's done, <laughs> the rutten's over. <laughs> Seamus has quit whining. <laughs> oh, my God. The whining is ridiculous. So uh, um, two Irish wild, uh, wild Irish rose dog food recipe. Right now I'm using pumpkin because I still have pumpkins left over from Halloween. So I actually just cut a pumpkin in half and I leave the seeds in and like I'll, I'll scoop it out, but I leave the seeds and the, the 
stuff inside and I bake it at 400 for like 20 or 30 minutes. And then I scoop the pumpkin out and I mix it with ginger um, and rice, uh, cooked rice. And then separately I do uh, ground beef, chicken liver, um, a dozen eggs, uh, whatever fresh vegetables I have and some more rice. And I cook all that in turkey broth or whatever broth I have going on. And then I put the, the pumpkin and the rice is like the base and the, the protein, the beef and the, 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 uh, eggs and the vegetables are the topper. So it's, it's actually pretty easy. I mean, it's time consuming to make, but it's pretty easy and they love it. So Anyway, I used to try to do that kind of stuff for the cats and they just get picky as hell. You know, someone asked, uh, I think PN asked last night if I had a cat food recipe. I do not. I have a stray cat. I have a, a not stray cat. I honestly like this bitch has survived on her own for a long time. You want, you want a recipe for, for cats, feed them birds and mice. I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I mean, I love cats, but they're aliens and honestly, cats can survive on pretty much anything. So not really too concerned about the cats. They're not aliens. They might possibly be guardians of the underworld, but they're not aliens. I beg to differ. (laughs) (laughs) I love my kitties. My kitties help keep me sane. Okay. So then you know that A... Cats have two uteruses. Yes. They are the only animal on the planet, the only species on the planet that have two uteruses. They can have two separate litters for two separate daddies at the same time. Well, usually within like a month apart. Their Uh, gestation's usually about three months, but uh, yeah, they they go into like double heats and stuff. Yeah, it it can happen. Okay. Cats heal themselves. Yes. They're purring. is actually a a specific frequency that heals themselves. So a cat, if it gets an infection or a wound, it will naturally form an abscess around it. And then it will use its own purring to get rid of that infection. Cats heal themselves. They'll also heal you by filtering your breathing when you're sick and purring on your chest. Correct. That is not of this world. Cats are fucking aliens, okay? I'm not saying they're bad aliens. I'm just saying they're fucking aliens. They are not of this world. Two uteruses, the ability to heal. Uh, maybe they're guardians of the underworld. Maybe they're guardians of, I, I don't know. But, and also cats choose people. Yes, yes, they cats, do. Cats, not, I mean, you know, dogs, dogs will love anybody that give them love, right? Dogs are. Dogs, dogs are whores. Yes. Dogs, but dogs are whores. Yes, cats. No, 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 no. A cat chooses generally one person and it may switch its affection if it feels that you don't need it anymore and it'll find someone else that needs it. But cats are, cats do one person at a time. That's it. Like they, they are, they're sent here for a person or a a mission. They choose a person, they complete their mission. They move on to the next person. They're fucking aliens. Okay. Just saying. Anyway. If you say so, I, I, I find a special affinity with a uh, pussy. So. I mean, I love cats. Don't get me wrong. I used to breed cats. Like I, I, you I've know, had- they don't drool down your fucking shoulders and, and, and stuff like that either. Or so for your other dogs back. Right. 
or or jizz all over the floor as they're walking around because they're like an elephant that drips. I'm oh, just saying. Did you know that when Annie's fur gets wet, it it crimps like you put a like a 1984 crimping iron to it? Yes, I've seen that. Her entire back, it looks like it's crimped right now because it's just covered in freaking drool. It's so ridiculous. Get out the straight iron. Come on, Annie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she's such a sweet girl but seriously I, i'd be taking like double triple looks at him too like oh uh, uh. she's like no, fuck you. no no get the fuck out what no get away from here anyway she's gonna have to be ready and begging have the ass up in the air have the tail over to the side before that's even a possibility and i still don't think seamus is gonna end up being able to get down that low <laughs> she's gonna have to be up on a table or propped on a stand Let's not discuss the mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You ever see that like really tall, tall, skinny guy with that totally short roly poly chick and just think, how in the fuck do they fuck? I'm sorry. I, I, I she's on top, but you know, <laughs> I mean, um, it's bad enough that my teenager gives me more gory details that I want. I, I don't need to think about my my dog children. No. Okay. Right now she's trying to get in here. She's like, I'm going to let me hide under the desk so that Seamus, because, you know, Seamus won't come in here. Although he's gotten a lot braver since she's gone into heat. He's like, just, I, I don't give a fuck about your studio right now. If she's if in here. you still have I'm the loudspeaker, she might think I'm actually there with you. It's my room after all. That's true. That's true. It is. Anyway. Um, so uh, Donald Trump went on Hannity last night. Did you see that? I saw a very little snippet this afternoon, but I am willing and able to watch. Well, I didn't watch the whole thing. I have a very, I have like a minute and 41 second clip here. So, okay. You know, um, cause I, I'm sorry. I can't stand, I don't care who's on Hannity. I can't take that much of Hannity ever. Yeah. Hannity's a putz. I don't like him either. A fucking shell. He's almost, he's like, he's almost right up there with, um, Brian Milktoast kill me. I can't fucking stand that douche. Um, and, uh, and, and the senior Ducey, he's a douchebag too, but, um, now Hannity's worse than him. I really hate them all. Anyway. I ask you when prominent democratic voices like Maureen Dowd and, and David Axelrod and Van Jones and others are so critical of Joe Biden. And of course he is struggling cognitively. I can't think of in the last couple of months, any appearance that he has had where he wasn't either mumbling or bumbling or stumbling or having no clue where to go, where to exit. Now, my question is, do you think in 11 months he will be their candidate? I personally don't think he makes it, okay? I haven't said that. I'm saving it for this big town hall. I've never really, I personally don't think he makes it. I think he's in bad shape physically. Do you remember when he said, I'd like to take him behind the barn? If he took me behind the barn and I went like this, I believe he'd fall over. I believe he'd fall over. And who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, but it was okay. And by the way, it was okay for him to say that. He said, I'd like to take him behind the... He could say that and everyone thought it was so cute. If I ever said it, they'd say, he's a dictator. He's a horrible human being. You know, it's a whole double standard we have. And not only in the law, but just about everything else, as you know very well. Um, I personally don't think he makes it physically. I watched him at the beach. He wasn't able to lift a beach chair, which is meant for children to lift. He can lift him like that. Uh, and mentally, I would say he's possibly equally as bad and maybe worse. But 
I don't know. I will say this. He's got vicious people surrounding him around that beautiful Oval Office. There are people in that Oval Office that are evil people, bad people. Well, he would know because there were people in his Oval Office that were evil people, bad people, too. Yep. Surrounded by liars and thugs. Everywhere. Traitors. Fucking traitors. I think a little after where that one cut off, he started talking about Gavin Newsom. Uh, Yeah, because I heard, um, you know, he he thinks that they're going to put up Gavin Newsom for president, which they after all, he's debating Ron DeSanctimonious. There has to be a reason behind that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Have we heard if Trump is going to be at the RNC debate tonight? I have not heard. Hmm. Because I know the Secret Service was you know, flushing it out or whatever, but I don't know. I if got the kids meds. I got their lunch and then uh, started browning a pot roast and have a pot Ooh. roast in the crock pot for later. I haven't had any real beef in a while. I'm feeling beefy. Good stuff. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, so uh, this is, this is fantastic. Did you hear the house judiciary launched an inquiry into Fannie Willis for colluding with the January 6th committee? Awesome. Yeah, check this. I, I knew there was speculation there. Do you want me to try to look up the Trump and the DNC thing? I mean, the RNC thing. Sure. Okay. Let's see. Uh, no. Oh no, no. We want to get bigger, not smaller. Right. Oh. Good luck reading that small shit. No shit. All right. <laughs> uh, dear Miss Willis, the Committee on the Judiciary continues to conduct oversight of politically motivated prosecutions by state and local officials. Although we were aware that your office had coordinated its politically motivated prosecutions with the Office of Special Counsel Jack Smith, we recently learned that your office also coordinated its investigative actions with the Partisan Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol, the January 6th Select Committee. Accordingly, we write to request documents relating to the investigative coordination between your office and the Partisan January 6th Select Committee. On August 24th, 2023, we wrote to you requesting production of three categories of documents to advance the committee's oversight of politically motivated prosecutions by state and local officials. Your reply later, a letter dated September 7th, 2023, failed to adequately address the committee's requests and made several baseless excuses for refusing to provide the requested documents. We wrote again on September 27th, 2023, explaining in detail the legal deficiencies in your position and offering as a sign of good faith to prioritize the production of certain documents so as to minimize any potential burden on your office. You responded to the committee on October 11th, 2023, rejecting our offer at accommodation and instead resorting to ad hominem attacks on the committee's oversight. Yeah. Awesome. And then to the Honorable Benny Thompson, a member of Congress, re House Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack coordination with Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Dear Representative Thompson, I received your letter dated July 7th, 2023, in which you acknowledge that as chairman of the Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol, Select Committee, you failed to preserve and archive original copies of some witness testimony transcripts. Additionally, in that letter, you admitted that you did not preserve the video recordings of witness interviews. The failure to preserve and archive documents relevant to official business of the House of Representatives is not only deeply concerning, but also in violation of House rules. 
This subcommittee recently discovered a letter sent to you by Fannie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, in the archived file of the Select Committee. In the December 17th, 2021 letter, Ms. Willis made a, quote, official request to access any Select Committee records that are relevant to her investigation. Ms. Willis specifically requested access to records and transcripts of witness interviews and depositions, electronic and print records of communication, and records of travel. Ooh, is that possibly how they lost the depositions that they supposedly can't find that have been deleted? According Ooh. to public reporting, the select committee shared records with Ms. Willis. The select committee provided Fulton County prosecutors key evidence about what former President Trump and his top advisors knew with respect to Georgia's 2020 election results. However, there are no records of any additional communication between the select committee and Ms. Willis and her office. Therefore, we have no record showing what the select committee actually provided her office. This is especially concerning given you wrote in a previous letter to me that you did not preserve any video recordings of depositions or transcribed interviews. The select committee regularly used short clips from these videos during its primetime hearings to further mm -hmm. your predetermined narrative. By failing to preserve these videos, you deny the American public the right to review the footage and make their own conclusions about witnesses' truthfulness. Clearly, Ms. Willis agrees that the video recordings of witness interviews and depositions are important records. Uh -huh. Hmm. So. Uh-huh. Of course, you know, they're just going to say, no, we're not going to give that to you. Well, basically, no matter what the Supreme Court says or anything else, the Biden regime comes out and say, yeah, we don't care. Fuck you. We're doing it our way anyway. So, uh, you know. Yeah, they really don't care. We'll have to wait and see, as they say. As far as your question about Trump, uh, CNN is reporting that uh, President Donald Trump is expected to attend. So I uh, don't know if he's actually going to, but he is expected to, according to the interwebs. Hmm, interesting. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll, we'll run late and play the debate. Okay. We'll see. So, which, you know, we'll just run it it'll be fine anyway be good. but uh hey um this this fucking putts john Kerry. oh he was over at the uh in dubai he he took his wife's private plane over to dubai because that doesn't you know do anything to the carbon footprint or anything well you know he keeps saying that his family doesn't have a plane and, and they point out that no it's your wife's plane yeah he didn't fly commercial absolutely not oh hell no anyway first of all I'm guided by the science. Yeah. Uh, and I can tell you, honestly, there is zero politics or ideology in any decision that the President Biden has made or the administration has made. We are driven by the science. Okay, I, 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 I got to play that again because it's just so absurd. First of all, I'm guided by the science. Uh-huh. Uh, and I can tell you, honestly, there is zero politics or ideology in any decision that the President Biden has made or the administration has made. We are driven by the science. No, no, no politics, no partisanship in, in any decision that they've that they've made the entire administration. I do think they protest too much. Yeah, I, I want to be perfectly clear. It has nothing to do with this because it really does have everything to do with that. And, and you trust the science? Well, if Fauci's the science, 
We, we know Fauci doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground and, and claims to be the science. So, uh, yeah, you, I don't think you should rely on the science anymore. And it's all a bunch of freaking bullshit. We proved it over and over. She and San Fran carry in Dubai, right? They're making the rounds, Carrie. That's it. That's it. Uh, is this Lesbo hour? Mm, nope. And you're gone. Who said that? Apparently no one liked you. Sorry, Magachode. All right. <laughs> Wow. Well, chode means he's got a small little fat dick, and that doesn't do us any good anyway. So Mm, true that. (laughs) Uh, Joe Biden. Joe, the resident in in chief in charge of anything. Puppet. Would you be running for president if Trump wasn't running? I I expect so, but look, he he is running, and I just I have to run. You drop out of now. No, not now. He has to run. Well, yeah, well, the CIA put him in place for a reason, and they're not through with their dastardly deeds against our country to turn us over to the new world order. I mean, how many videos of Klaus Schwab sucking uh, Biden dick do we need? He, he said repeatedly what an imperative role Biden has been in the accomplishments of the WEF and, and turning over America to the new world order and, and look at all the great things he's done for the globalist since being in office. So yeah, he has to run. He has to try to help protect the necks of every fucking corrupt Democrat traitor to this fucking country and hope that they can avoid a rope. Yeah. What she said. you're right twf the science was bought and paid for by the rockefellers in the 50s the science the medicine the education all of the politicians and they've been bought and paid for ever since so that's pretty much how it goes um p quest don't jump the gator we'll get to that calm down but uh the border i know you played this i think you played this this morning liana i listened to you you know pill i'll tell you what pill drays your phone so fucking fast it's not it even does. well that's I'm- the only reason i stream on rumble because the rumblers have said that it's easier on their phone battery so that's the only reason i'm still fucking around with rumble at all i gotcha um but uh yeah did y'all hear about this that the migrants coming across the border get more money than our elders on social security mm-hmm Give so, more money than the disabled kids that they've made on Social Security, too. Exactly. No, it's not stopping, Dana. The numbers are actually getting even worse. Multiple CBP sources telling me this morning in the last 24 hours, Border Patrol alone has made more than 10,000 apprehensions of illegal immigrants. That does not even include CBP ports of entry. And you can see the situation here in Lukeville behind us. We got well over 800 people waiting in line here after they crossed illegally overnight, waiting to be apprehended by Border Patrol. Once again, it's like deja vu from yesterday. You can see these guys are coming in from all over the world. A lot of African men, mostly single adult men here. Some of them were setting campfires overnight in the cold camping out here, waiting to get taken into custody by Border Patrol. But CBP sources telling me in the last 24 hours in this Tucson, Arizona sector, there were almost 2,900 apprehensions and the Border Patrol facilities out here are currently running 200% 
of their capacity. That is why there are so many people out here waiting to be taken into custody by Border Patrol. Now, Arizona has a Democrat governor. Her name is Katie Hobbs. She has not yet sent any state resources down here. No Arizona troopers, no Arizona National Guard. That's unlike what we've seen in the state of Texas with Governor Greg Abbott. Well, Governor Hobbs is calling for more federal action when it comes to helping in Arizona. Take a listen. We need the federal government to act and provide more resources, and we've been very clear about that. There's a lot more they could be doing, both the Biden administration, um, and again, uh, I, I know this is beating the drum that we've been beating for decades, but we need comprehensive immigration reform to really thoroughly address this issue. And as people continue pouring into the country, so too are narcotics. Take a look at this image out of Nogales, Arizona, a couple hours away from us. CBP officers at the port of entry there stopping a car and finding over 1 million fentanyl pills hidden in that smuggler's vehicle. Thankfully, they were able to seize that. Then we want to take you back to this video from yesterday. Take a look at this. We showed you these images yesterday of illegal immigrants pushing through a breach in the border wall that had been cut through by smugglers. This happened right in front of Border Patrol. All these people came spilling through the wall trying to take advantage of the situation. Then a human smuggler looks at our camera, gives us a shrug and salutes us. Well, uh, GOP presidential candidate, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis reacted to that video. Uh, he posted a tweet which says in part, quote, the cartels are laughing at us now, but they won't be when I'm commander in chief. Any cartel operative caught cutting through the border wall will be left stone cold dead. And back out here live, that goes to one of his campaign promises, essentially saying if they see any cartel members bringing fentanyl in or cutting through the border wall, he will authorize the use of lethal force. And back out here, you can see the situation. It looks like Border Patrol's in for quite another busy day out here in Lukeville, which remains the epicenter uh, of this border crisis. Walk with me a little bit more. You can see campfire set here overnight. They're trying to stay warm. And this isn't the only line of people here. If we can look a little bit ahead, they're keeping family units women, children, families separate from these single adult men. And then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And they're getting $5,000 per month, a $5,000 gift card per illegal. Well, that's just from our supposed government. Then don't forget all of the debit cards from the uh, UN that they're also getting that we've shown and, and the fact that they're also getting Social Security cards. We proved that a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And we know Katie Hobbs isn't going to do anything. She even took some of the um, big trucking uh, containers away from the holes in the wall to help oh, yeah. open it up. Yeah. So she's getting exactly what she wants. She, she, we're not getting the federal funding. Oh, you're not getting your part of the money laundering? Sucks to be you, Katie. How does it feel to be fucking used, you disless twit? Her her so, real estate scams got um, uncovered, so she's hurting for money right now. She needs to launder some more money from the federal government. Of course. Through the border. So she's been run by the cartels for a very long time. And, and who's the asshole on the other side that just stepped aside and let them all walk through the wall and then gives a salute? Why, why didn't if you gave a fuck about your country, why aren't you standing between the, the place in the wall that was cut out telling them no? Holding them back, make a some kind of rope fucking fixture going all the way up and down woven so they can't just come through the area because they don't give a fuck. They don't care. 
Don't care. And we're not allowed to go down there and have target practice and send them right back over the fucking wall. So there's that. So meanwhile, we're being infiltrated by the Nigerians and the Muslims and every fucking thing else with the Orientals. I mean, you saw all the Chinese coming over. And all again, military age men. Yep. And they're already talking about, well, since our Americans don't want to sign up for the army because they don't want their clot shots and be treated like fucking animals. Well, we've already got these people from third worlds who are used to being treated like shit and following orders. So we'll just uh, have them be part of the army and that'll grant them citizenship into the motherfucking country. Billy, I'm pissed. I'm and fucking pissed. Any problem shooting American citizens? Oh, none at all. None, none. But Mayorkas couldn't give a fuck. Well, he never has. I know, Alejandro. I can't even believe he got in. But hey, let me make this perfectly clear: the immigration system has been broken for decades, and our Department of Homeland Security has been underfunded for years and years. And President Biden uh, has addressed both issues uh, with strength from day one. On the first day of his administration, he presented Congress with legislation to fix our immigration system. And we have submitted to Congress a supplemental funding bill that will resource our department. Oh, yeah. Strength from day one. Yep. Yep. That's that's the resident in chief for you. Mm. Yep. All right. I think that people need to relearn some fucking definitions of the actual English language. Seriously, this guy's the biggest fucking cock. I, 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 mm. I really, I think I can't stand him more than almost anyone else. Well, look at the smug look on his face. Yeah, I just want to fucking punch him. Thank you. Would the president be going back to the border, the southern border, to see more of the crisis with his own eyes? Poppy, what these governors um, are, are speaking of is precisely what the president has sought to address and why we need uh, Congress uh, to act. We do indeed need additional resources. The Department of Homeland Security needs additional resources. The Department of Justice for additional immigration judges. The State Department uh, for appropriate funding of our refugee programs and the efforts that we have in the international uh, arena. So we need Congress to act. We have sought additional funding, not just for the federal government, but for these cities to be able to deal with what is an unprecedented situation, not just domestically, but internationally. And well, you little blunt ass uh, cunt bag there. Why don't you ask him, why is it that you actually welded the gates to the country open where they cannot be closed if you've secured our border? If you secured our border, why are we seeing these tens of thousands of people crossing every fucking day? What strength? Where? They're not stopping it. The only thing they take people down there to do and our military and everything else is to process these people that much fucking faster. Get them in the country. Get them hidden for their agenda. But they can never admit it. They'll, well, of course not. I mean, they'll, never, they'll never admit what they did wrong because they'll just 
they can never take any kind of accountability for their actions. They had these woke ideologies and they didn't think about the consequences. And now the consequences are here staring them in the face and they're like, oh, we didn't do it. No, this is what they wanted. This is all by their design. Remember the DNA that was signed? Well, now we've Mm -hmm. got all these people from Mexico and they just want to be with their families. and, And you want the families to be together because we really believe in family and the American dream. So, of course, we're just going to be this one big happy region. Well, this one big happy region never uh, involved Nicaragua and uh, the people over in uh, the, the the Sand Hills, so, so to speak, yeah. with, with all of their internal warring shit going on, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I believe uh, somebody had brought up the fact that one of our presidents in the past had said specifically that we should not allow uh, Muslims of that descent over in this country because of what their ultimate plans were and what they've told us their ultimate plans were. So, again, how is this not all by fucking design? I mean, we literally brought in most of the Nazis after World War II through Operation Paperclip and put them in all of our major institutions. So it's not like this is new. Well, everybody was talking back then about, you know, Nuremberg, Nuremberg, Nuremberg was a fucking joke. Only Hardly anybody that should have been held accountable was fucking held accountable. A dozen people hung at Nuremberg. That was it. That was it. That was it. They did the media. They did the this. They didn't. No, no, they didn't. They really if, didn't. If at the end of this, only a dozen people hang. We're going to have some serious issues. I've already said that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, did you play, I think you played the Tucker interview this morning. I didn't, uh, I, I played I had, the very last one. I think. Gotcha. I just have uh, a minute of the, the beginning. So, um, his, his little, uh, opening monologue. Okay. I'll let you play the longer ones, you know. (laughs) Ever notice how the bigger the tragedy is, the harder it is for the people responsible to apologize. If I rear-end your car and crease your bumper, I'm happy to jump out and say, I'm sorry, I can't believe I did that. But if I were to say invade Iraq under false pretenses and kill a million people and spend a trillion of your dollars doing it, I wouldn't say a word. I would never admit that was a bad idea. I couldn't. It implicates me too profoundly. The same goes for if I say, locked your kids inside for a year and destroyed their brains and prevented them from getting an education. Or if I say, forced you to take a vax that didn't work that very well might have hurt you. I could never admit that I did that. I just couldn't. Because if I admitted it, I'd have to suffer the consequences. Exactly. Well, that's why I say there's so many things we will never know. I mean, even the whole Q movement thing. Do you ever think that our government is going to come out and say, yeah, we were Q and we did Q and it was all to save the republic? They'll never be able to announce that shit ever. They didn't do Q. So, you know, I'm just saying. I know. For, for all of the Q followers out there that think that one day Donald Trump's going to come out with a book and talk about all of his interweb weavings with Q and how the plan was supposed to go and the hiccup they had here, but how they fixed it there. It's never going to fucking happen. Yeah, you're right. Because Donald Trump wasn't Q either. So I'm, anyway, just saying. 
<laughs> there, there, there's a series out there. You know they are. I'm just, they will never be able to admit to any of this. I know. And we'll always be the crazy conspiracy theorists that never get the final nugget, right? We'll see. Hey, we'll R. see. Bunker said that the whole energy thing was a conspiracy, and here we are. Seriously. Another conspiracy? Chemtrails. Let's talk about chemtrails real quick. Sure. Apparently the skies were full of them today, especially in Texas. Chemtrails and vaccines in Australia. Check this shit. I get a load of this shit. This is going to blow your mind. I mean, maybe not, but holy fuck. Because I mentioned it earlier. Australia has approved the license application from big pharma company Paxvax, that's P-A-X-V-A-X, that will allow them to intentionally release a GMO vaccine consisting of live bacteria into Queensland via chemtrails. The Office of the Gene Technology Regulator, the OGTR, says that the vaccine qualifies as a limited and controlled release under Section 50A of the Gene Technology Act of 2000. All right, of 2000. Uh, PreventDisease.com reports Paxvax is seeking approval to conduct a clinical trial of a genetically modified live bacterial vaccine against COVID. Once underway, the trial is expected to be completed within one year with trial sites selected from the local governments in Queensland, South Australia, Victoria, and Western Australia. Paxvax has proposed a number of control measures they say will restrict the spread and persistence of the GM vaccine and its introduced genetic material. However, there's always a possibility of these restrictions failing and infecting wildlife and ecosystems. Aerial vaccines have been used in the United States directed towards animals by the use of plastic packets dropped by planes or helicopters. Uh, Sanofi, who is one of the largest vaccine manufacturers in the world, has subsidiary companies such as Muriel Limited, who manufacture Rabarol, an oral live virus poisonous to humans, yet distributed wildlife in the masses. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, the uh, government of Australia has given the go-ahead for this company, Paxvax, to use chemtrails to... Fumigate? Forcibly vaccinate citizens in Australia. Yeah. Mm. So if they're telling us about it in Australia, they're already doing it here. Oh, yeah. I believe that 100%. Mm -hmm. So how do we keep the chemtrails from flying and bombs from being dropped? Uh, we, we got pilots dying from their clot shots that were mandatory. But uh, I, I'm thinking we might need to start taking some fucking planes out. Fuck this shit. 
We know that they are fumigating us like fucking cockroaches. They denied it and denied it. That doesn't exist. We don't do that. And then we get all the government documentation, military documentation. Oh, yeah, chemtrails are real. But still, you try to talk about chemtrails and the government's like, no, that doesn't exist. It's right here in your own fucking documentation. What do you mean it doesn't exist? Right there in the skies. You can see it. Constantly. Constantly. All the time. Like, I asked, you know, like, what's the, what's the weather going to be like this week? Right. And, uh, and, oh, it's, it's going to be sunny for the next four days. And then I look up and I see chemtrails and I'm like, nope, it's going to rain in two days. Yep. Cause if you see chemtrails in the morning, it's going to rain in two days. Usually. Mm-hmm. That's what happens almost every time. Sucks. Oh, it's yeah. Basically agent orange, but for COVID and non-lone ranger, good to see you by the way. Did you hear about Texas and that they actually have litis- um, litigation started to stop the chemtrails in Texas? Apparently, they're finally starting to push back. There's a petition to sign and all that kind of good shit. So maybe Texas will be the the wake-up call for people. I did hear about that, actually, that they're banning chemtrails in Texas. Uh, they're also, this is great, they're going after... Um, the Shriners and Texas HHSC commissioner in federal court. So despite Shriners Hospitals for Children having several federal agreements promising to never require invol- involuntary participation in Fed-funded investigational drugs, they not only required it, but they fired anyone refusing their administration. Texas HHSC commissioner is being sued because her office was responsible for executing the CDC COVID-19 vaccination program. It was required to instruct hospitals that recruited to distribute Fed-funded COVID-19 drugs of plaintiffs' lawful rights to refuse without consequence. Not one hospital had the legal authority to fire any person refusing COVID-19 drugs. They all had contracts promising not to do what they did And Cecile Young stood by and watched all those employees and their families get lit on fire for no other reason than exercising their federally secured right to refuse administration of the Fed property. So, uh, yeah, they are suing in Texas. Now he's suing everywhere. Now that Paxton, you know, won his whole impeachment thing and basically told them to pound sand, he is, they lit a fire under his ass and he is like, I'm coming for all of y'all. All of y'all. Good. I mean, we we said it from the very beginning. First, the doctors, the nurses, and the hospitals are going to make their money, get their kickbacks and whatnot. Lit- they were literally getting paid to kill people. Mm-hmm. The, the more the drugs, the more ventilator, everything that they could do, they were just cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And we said next would come the lawyer's chance to make the money. It's all about who they consider their elitist oligarchs to be. So, it, yeah, it, it's all for them and nothing for us except death and destruction and the takeover of our country. Um. So Joe Joe Lapido down in Florida is um he he does this thing he calls it uh, uh on today's episode of what the FDA. <laughs> On today's episode of What the FDA, I asked Dr. Califf at the FDA to address the DNA fragments detected in mRNA COVID shots and how they are hitchhiking into human cells. DNA integration into the human genome and uh, oncogenesis are known risks, even acknowledged by the FDA in 2007. So, dear Drs. Califf and Cohen, 
ensuring that pharmaceutical products are both safe and effective for the public is the principal mission of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This function is essential and serves as the foundation for public trust in regulatory agencies and for health officials alike. While accelerated approvals for prescription drugs have been around for over two decades, the opioid crisis and COVID-19 pandemic are just two publicized examples illustrating the risks associated with these accelerated processes for drug approvals. On November 14th, 2023, the Florida Public Health Integrity Committee met to discuss this topic, and I encourage your team to review the constructive criticism that will further our mission of credible and safe public health. Related to these regulatory issues, debates over the safety and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines have been smeared as hysteria since their development. And yet, as additional research is conducted, concerns continue to emerge. I have highlighted some of these concerns in a May 10th, 2023 letter sent to you and former Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director Rochelle Walensky. To date, no response has been received. In addition to my previous letter, I am writing you to address the recent discovery of host DNA fragments within the Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. This raises concerns regarding the presence of nucleic acid uh, contaminants in the approved Pfizer and Moderna COVID-19 mRNA vaccines, particularly in the presence of lipid nanoparticle complexes and simian virus 40, SV40, promoter enhancer DNA. Lipid nanoparticles are an efficient vehicle for delivery of the mRNA in the COVID-19 vaccines into human cells and may therefore be an equally efficient vehicle for delivery, delivering contaminant DNA into human cells. The presence of SV40 promoter enhancer DNA may also pose a unique and heightened risk of DNA integration into host cells. What do you know? In 2007, the FDA published guidance on regulatory limits for DNA vaccines in the guidance for industry considerations for pl plasma DNA vaccines for infectious disease indications, guidance for industry. This guidance for industry highlights important considerations for vaccines that use novel methods of delivery regarding DNA integration. DNA integration could theoretically impact a human's oncogenes, the genes which can transform a healthy cell into a cancerous cell. DNA integration may result in chromosomal instability. The guidance for industry discusses biodistribution of DNA vaccines and how such integration could affect unintended parts of the body, including blood, heart, brain, liver, kidney, bone marrow, ovaries and testes, lung, draining lymph nodes, spleen, the site of administration, and subcutis at injunction site. Based on this guidance for industry, the efficacy of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines, lipid nanoparticle delivery system, and the presence of DNA fragments in these vaccines, it is essential to human health to assess the risks of contaminant DNA integration into human DNA. With this in mind, I have the following questions for what the public deserves answers. Let's see if they ever answer this. I guarantee that they don't. Number one, have drug manufacturers evaluated the risk of human genome integration or a mutagenesis of residual DNA contaminants from the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines alongside the additional risk of DNA integration from the lipid nanoparticle delivery system and the SV40 promoter enhancer. Has FDA inquired any information from the drug manufacturers to investigate such risk? Number two, do current FDA standards for acceptable and safe quantity of residual DNA present as known contaminants and biological therapies, consider the lipid nanoparticle delivery system for the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. Number three, considering the potentially wide biodistribution of mRNA COVID-19 vaccines and DNA contaminants beyond the local injection site, have you evaluated the risk of DNA integration in reproductive cells with respect to the lipid nanoparticle delivery system? Considering the urgencies of these questions, 
that was two years ago, due to the mass administration of these vaccines and currently unavailable data surrounding possible genomic effects, I request that you provide a written response by December 13th, 2023 to both my previous letter and the concerns I've outlined above. The American people and the scientific community have a right to have all relevant information pertaining to the COVID-19 vaccines to properly inform individual decision-making. I look forward to promptly hearing from you. Sincerely, Joseph A. Lapido, MD, PhD, State Surgeon General of Florida. Don't hold your breath there, Joe, because they ain't responding. Well, they haven't collected all the data. I mean, we were the experiment. The people are the experiment, and they don't have all the results back in yet. They got to wait for more people to die before they can give you those kind of results. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what they're doing. Exactly. Oh, no choice. Just the maniacal monsters get to decide what they're going to do because they have more money than God to pay people off to allow it to happen. Oh, well, speaking of maniacal monsters, I was, I was going to go to a different one, but you know, since you brought it up more money than, than anybody. Um, yeah, we have time for this before it's tribute. Yeah. Get ready, roll it, pack it, clean it, stuff it. Hmm. What is a villain? Maniacal monsters. Okay. In World War II, the Nazis would kidnap certain children and they would use these children to go act as though they were seeking refuge and send them out to find Jewish families, you know, beating on the door and saying, please hide me from the Nazis. And then these children under the orders of the Nazis would then expose the families, these Jewish families to them so they could round them up and send them to concentration camps. One of these kids, 11 years old from Hungary, Jewish, was more than willing to do this. And he exposed many families to the Nazi party. They discovered this kid is a little genius psychopath. So much like they did Adolf Hitler, they took him under their wing and they gave him all the propaganda, all the understanding of being a Nazi, told him uh, all the things he needed to know about how to run companies, organizations and things like this, gave him a great education. And he continued to do work for the Nazis right up until the end of World War II. Whenever the Allies, they won the Battle of the Bulge, Hitler kills himself. Actually, uh, he didn't kill himself. He flew to Argentina. This was all part of the plan. This was contingency. And so as every all the officers were trying to escape to Argentina and the concentration camps were being found, that the Third Reich had stopped right there. It was over. But that kid, who is now 16 years old, was given all of the swag. He had been trained to be a Nazi, and he was made to carry on the propaganda throughout the decades that will follow. They gave him literally tons and tons of gold that they had stolen that he still has to this day because this guy is still alive and in his 90s now. Yeah, it's a real thing. One of the wealthiest men in the world, which he has allocated his wealth to different demagogue causes. Yes. And there's uh, several organizations in this United States that you readily know that are championed by the mainstream media that he directly funds and founded. Yeah. Not common knowledge. It should be. It's right in your fucking face. But no one knows. And it's, it's ridiculous that no one knows this. Well, so few people know this. This guy ran Moderna. 
Yeah, he was behind so much and still is to this day. His name is George Soros. Of course, that wasn't his birth name. He changed it to that. But yeah, yeah, a Jewish Hungarian Nazi who is there to help his constituents and all the people in the cabal take over the fucking world. Yeah, under the ideology of Nazism. Yep. I don't know if you saw me, but while I was playing, I was looking at you going, Soros? Soros? <laughs> Everybody in the chat's like, Soros? George Soros. That's George Soros. Uh -huh. yep. That's George Soros for you. Did you guys know that about George Soros, that he was a Nazi? I knew that, but. That he infiltrated families? To, mm -hmm. No, I, I, I did not yeah. have that knowledge. And they paid him in gold, and, and his gold just accumulated wealth and went on. But, mm -hmm. well, I guess yeah. that explains the rest of the story. Yeah, he was like 11, I think, when he started. Um, when they recruited him, he was one of the 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 first of the um, like the brown shirt kids brigade. Yep. Yeah. Lovely. I think he turned in his parents. I wouldn't doubt it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't doubt it a bit. No, no, Bix. He should not be forgiven if he asks. You can't ask that nicely. There, that's not possible. So we we do have teenagers that literally shoot their parents because they took the Xbox away. I mean, what 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 are we coming to? Exactly. Exactly. Here. What are we coming to? Hmm. Make it make sense. I can't. I've tried. <laughs> make it make sense. For the sake of my mental health, I need y'all to check in with me because I can't be the only one noticing this shit, right? Why is it that in America, we have more fitness centers than anywhere in the world or any generation before us, but none of us are actually fit? We have more vitamin and supplement centers than anywhere else in the world or any generation before us, but none of us are actually healthy. They don't do that in other countries because in other countries, they get their nutrition from their food, which leads me to my next point. We pay more on a daily basis just to obtain regular food and none of it has any healthy or nutritional properties at all. It's quite the contrary. It's actually poisoning us and making us sick where we have access to the, the, the best medical advancements and technology ever to exist. We're still a nation chock full of obese, diabetic cancer patients. We have an abundant amount of mental health resources, but we're all suffering from anxiety, depression, or insomnia, potentially all of the above. We sleep more than we ever did. We're always tired. We drink more water than ever before. We're constantly dehydrated. We work harder than we ever have. We're always fucking poor. We have insane skin regimens, but we're aging in fucking dog years. Like, I just can't fucking wrap my head around it. I seriously can't. Never before in the history of America or in any other country have they put such a large amount of money and attention into health and beauty and not been healthy nor beautiful. And why do you think that is? She ain't wrong. She is not wrong. Why do you think that is? Because they're poisoning us with everything. Why do you think that is? Because literally the Nazis took over in the form of the Rockefellers, um, our sick system. It's not our health care. It's our sick care system. Right. Our, um, our, our indoctrination system, which is not education. It's indoctrination. Um, our sick maintenance. 
Yeah, exactly. Our division system, it's not our politics. It's, it's how they divide us. Um, and here we are. That's why. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we played how many clips about, you know, even our shampoo and hair conditioner is designed to make our hair fall out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everything is designed to fuck us over, which is why they say use your small businesses, use your mom and pops and whatnot, because they know and this whatever. Yeah, they don't want you being able to go to people that actually know and do their own thing. Corporation can poison you. Yeah. And, and it's coming up on the Christmas season and you hear all these people starting to talk about Christmas and buying Christmas and playing into the courtocracies of Christmas. Why not say fuck you bear to the corporations and all the bullshit and just have a small family loving Christmas the way it's intended? In, I, I don't know. I, I'm crazy like that, though. In, in March on Jesus's actual birthday. Well, that, that would make more sense. I, I went over that on my show too, about how Christmas is not actually Jesus's birthday. And the main thing was to try to take Yule away from the pagan community. And yes, pagan meant country dweller. He that lives off the land. So uh, there, there's so many things that they have tried to twist and taint. It's ridiculous. It's just everything. But yeah. Hey, we got to drop the red pill project. Uh, James Grunvig is coming up next red pill project. So if you want to keep, Hanging out uh, with Liana and I, pop on over to the Patriot Party podcast. Otherwise, join me tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for the good book on the Patriot Party podcast channels. Liana's on after me at 9.05 on pill.net and Rumble. And then uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Who's with me tomorrow? Ooh, Jim Price is with me tomorrow. So um, at 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. So Red Pill Project, adios. Minyana. There we go. Okay. Now. Yes, the best time of the day. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. On our CBD flower. If you have to or or the real shit. All right. I'm going to turn him down, but it turns you down too. So. Okay. It's from the bone. So I am not doing a Freedom Garden show this Saturday because I'm doing the farmer's market this Saturday. Okay. So tomorrow and Friday are big production days for antennas. Telling you right now, if you guys want to prepare and you need to prepare, December 11th is the last day to order Electroculture to guarantee it's there by Christmas. December 11th. That is, when is that? Um, Because I looked at the calendar and did the math. That is next Monday. Next Monday is the last day. Yep. To order Electroculture. And of course, you save 20% when you use promo code Wolfpack at electrofreedom.com. Uh, pair it with the plant surge to get your water covered as well. You save 10% at freedomplantsurge.com. And then, of course, you know, you need to actually plant seeds. Otherwise, the Electroculture and the plant surge are 
pointless. So you still <laughs> save 40% on your seeds at survival-essentials.com. So you got the, the three pack there. So freedomplantsurge.com, save 10% right off the bat. Electrofreedom.com, save 20% with promo code Wolfpack. Survival-essentials.com, save 40% with promo code Defiant. All right. Well, I'm not going to tell my people all that, but I will keep telling them that uh, they have to have their orders in by Monday for a Christmas guaranteed delivery. Yep, exactly. Exactly. I made it a note. Did you have any more of the pay it forwards left or uh, just the promo <coughs> and the wolf pack? I've got two more of the vet um, coupons left. Okay. Vet, vet saves you $17 on your order, any order. We tend to buy. And actually, our featured sponsor tonight is Fresh Mouth. Um, I'm really thinking I'm going to get the kids or at least Connor an electric toothbrush for Christmas, right? I'm trying to go practical. Of course, it's not that practical if the power goes out and doesn't come back. But, you know, he is like making out with a girl on the regular now. So he kind of needs to do something about his teeth. So electric toothbrush from Fresh Mouth. Mm, you can, you know. I'd be a shitty mom. I'd give them those little dye tablets and make them chew them up so it shows all the crap they've left in their mouth and then, you know, teach That's them terrible. how to actually brush properly and not let the... Because I've seen guys with the electric toothbrush. They sit it in their mouth and they think that, oh, it's in there. It's going to do all the work on its own. No, you still have to brush with the electric brush. Mm -hmm. so this one's really cool, though, because, like, um, it pauses after every 30 seconds, right? It goes for two minutes. So it's like, you know, so like I start in the bottom and it's like 30 seconds on the bottom and the front and then it pauses and I go to the bottom and the back and then it pauses again. I go to the top and the front and then, you know, then it pauses again. I go in the top and the back. So you know exactly how long you need to be on like each part of your teeth. There you go. Which is very, very helpful. So, um, cause the kids are always like, I'm like, go brush your teeth. And 30 seconds later they come out and they're like, okay, I'm done. Um, no, no, you're not go back. Like you have, you should be in there for at least, at least two minutes, actually physically brushing, you know? And, and then there's the mouthwash and the gargling yes. and the rinsing. Just putting and toothpaste on the toothbrush takes like 10 seconds in and of itself. So don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> um, so yeah, freshmouth.life. And uh, I'm really thinking about getting the kids electric toothbrushes for Christmas. So, well, you got them those little toothbrush cappy things, right? Then you get the cap things that come in the the subscription service, so oh, yeah, it keeps yeah. their brushes clean and all yep. that shit. Yep, yep. But they never use them because <laughs> why would they? Right. Because you know, they're kids. So, anyway, mm. freshmouth.life. Well, you know, we could find some kind of halitosis breath mint spray for the teenager so he thinks he's actually doing good 
But when he goes to actually get close to the girl, she's backing up. I mean, it, it could be a preventative measure. Just saying. LG, the mint tooth toothpaste isn't sweet. The regular mint one isn't sweet. At least I haven't found it to be sweet. The berry one's kind of sweet. I actually like the berry one. Mick likes the mint one better, but it's not that sweet. Not like see. the sweet you, the sour him. Makes sense. <laughs> you know, you know. I have a sweet tooth. So anyway, uh, so do you hear about this bullshit in New York? This is so fucking ridiculous. I was going to say, which bullshit? There's constant Everything bullshit coming out of you. There's so much bullshit. I heard this this morning and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? If you, I like, I will, I'll never go back to New York again. If you thought tolls in New York were bad before, check this shit out. Oh, wow. So it begins. New York City will be the first city in America to charge Americans just to go to work in the morning. Very first state in the nation, the very first city in America to have a congestion pricing plan. Americans will have to pay around $23 per day. Passenger vehicles would be charged $15 to enter the congestion zone, trucks between $24 and $6, depending on size, and motorcycles, $7.50. Those tolls would be charged once per day and would be in effect between 5 a.m. and 9 p.m. on weekdays and 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on weekends. Fees. The proposal aims to reduce traffic congestion, but and so it begins. New York City. Yeah. It was never supposed to fucking be this way. That's fucking ridiculous. We should never have to pay for travel in our country, period. We are granted free travel from God. That's what he gave us freaking legs and shit for. The whole licensing, registration, insurance. Insurance was never a thing until like I was coming up as a teenager. People didn't have insurance before that. The big insurance push was pushed by the government and lobbied for by the fucking insurance agencies. It's all fucking crock. You want to literally charge people just to go in and out of your city to work and perform commerce? Then fine. Get the fuck out of the city. No one goes to New York ever the fuck again. Honestly, though, and you know, this doesn't this doesn't seem like a um. Okay, let me let me put this up again real quick. Just this this picture here, right? I grew up in New York, and when I was growing up, like the streets didn't look like this. All of them were yellow. All of the cars in New York City were taxi cabs. My dad actually drove a taxi cab. My real dad drove a taxi cab for a while in New York. Okay. Mm -hmm. Most of the people in New York take the subway. Like people that live in, you know, Connecticut or New Jersey, they drive to the nearest train station. They take the train in. No one fucking drives to New York and parks there because if you get there before seven o'clock in the morning, it, it, 10 years ago, it was $50 a day to park your car. If you got there after seven o'clock in the morning, it was a hundred dollars a day to park your car in a garage. So why the fuck would you drive down there when you could just hop on a train and get on a subway? Like that was, and then you didn't have to drive in traffic and all this bullshit. No one drives in New York. It's literally taxis and Ubers. The only reason they're not all yellow now is because they're fucking Ubers. Right. Seriously. They're just. Well, are they going to charge the taxi per visit coming in and out? No, it's it's once per day. It's a one-time charge per day for a congestion area. So. They're, they're literally charging the taxi companies. You know what? That, the rates are just going to go up. 
No, I think that every fucking New Yorker ought to go and rip that shit down off the fucking street. We well, know like, that the 5G towers are extremely flammable. The Indians have been setting those fuckers on fire. You know, it, it, uh, yeah, back, I'm saying it's, it's $160 a day now to park your car in New York. Ridiculous. It's insane. So, at, at, Adam, have things changed since I lived there? I mean, for real? Like, does anyone fucking drive in New York except for taxi cab drivers and Uber drivers, like cars for hire? For real. Um, the, yeah, they are. I bet they are going to strike. I don't know. I met one crazy lady that said that she would never try to drive a car in New York and that she took the subway and she was pissed off because the men were able to take their shirts off in the summer and the women couldn't and it was boiling down there. So she said that uh, apparently the problem with that is they didn't want nipples to show. So she was going to have her nipples cut off and tattoo eyelids that were closed over her boobs so that she could take her shirt off in the subway. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. There's no wow. way in hell, but whatever. So, but, yeah. Uh, you know, and well, maybe that's it. Maybe people have started driving around because the subways have gotten so dangerous. We heard about all the crime on the subway, people getting pushed on in the tracks and attacked and, you know, shot and whatnot. So um, maybe they've all switched over to driving because the subways are so dangerous. That would, Makes sense. Well, I thought New York was a fucking ghost town now and hardly anybody lived there anymore. And tons of people were fleeing at, at constant a lot, rates. A lot of people fled, but New York will never be a ghost town. I'm sorry. There's too, too many people that live there that can't afford to leave. They can't afford to leave. Just don't pay your bills for a month and you could probably live anywhere in America for what you would have paid there. I mean, come on. Everywhere else is fucking cheaper. What, what are they going to, they come after you later, but just don't pay your bills for one month. And that probably gives you two months in any other fucking state in America. Maybe. Just saying. Yeah. New York's insane, but I mean, New York's always been insane. Oh, okay. I love it I for a long time. Broadway would be worth it. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Um, all right. That girl was talking about food. <laughs> oh, no. Not more food. They keep fucking with our food. They want us dead. They, they want us weak. They don't want us to be able to grow muscle. They don't want us to be fit. Yep. You are right. And uh, hold on. Come on. Where is it? Because now I've gone off the rails. Here it is. Okay. Tucker had Thomas Massey on. Is that the interview that you played? Yes, I believe so. All right. Most people aren't thinking about, I certainly don't understand, but I know you're focused on it, so that's probably important. And that's meat. And you've got a piece of legislation that will address what you think is a problem with the way the U.S. government regulates meat. Can you tell us what it is? Yeah, absolutely. I've got a bill called the Prime Act, and it's in response to the fact that 85% of the meat that's served in the United States is processed by one of four meat packers. And one of them's owned by China, one of them's owned by Brazil. So there's this monopoly on the meat industry. And the irony is farmers can't sell directly to consumers in their own counties, in their own states. They have to ship these things across the country. And um, it's, it's affecting the nutrition of our food, the safety of our food. So what my bill says is, if the farmer is and the consumer and the local processor are all in the same state, if there's no 
interstate commerce involved and get the feds out of it. And um, I've got some good news to report. We're making some progress on the Prime Act. I may get some portion of it in the farm bill. I've been fighting for this for five or six years, ever since they got rid of country of origin labeling on meat in the United States. I, I realized that this was something that I needed to get done. So we're working on it. We got good success and uh, even working across the aisle. I've got Democrats who are helping to sponsor this. In fact, the main sponsor in the Senate, uh, you may be able to guess this, is Angus King. He actually sounds like a, a, a beef offering it at one of the local fast food places. <laughs> he does, actually. Foreign control of our food supply is a bad idea, and I hope everyone recognizes that. I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Con Congressman Absolutely. Look, this Massey. would be in the Bill of Rights if it Look. weren't so obvious. Well, that's exactly right. It ought to be. Um, so what, what happens when we go to war with the country that's processing our meat? We won't get meat. Just saying. The thing that really sticks out to me with that clip, and I didn't talk about it earlier, is the fact that he said he's been trying to get this legislation through for six years. Mm -hmm. Okay, we already know that they won't allow them to label what is genetically modified food. They don't want us to know because they're trying to poison us. Now they're going to bring out our lab-grown meat made from crickets and roaches and whatever the fuck else, right? Because it's cheaper. Our, our millworm burgers are coming soon. It's absolutely ridiculous that they do not have to tell us where our products come from and what they are. Yeah. And to me, that would be a huge selling point if you were actually allowed to say, heirloom, God's seed, whatever you want to fucking call it so that people have the choice. And I guarantee you people, they may not be able to buy it every time due to whatever economic tree they're on branch, but they would go for the better, higher quality food more often than the cheap, nasty shit that is out there to poison us. Yeah. We tried to fight it. We were told no by the government. The government refused to hear the people on that. And and just the fact that they just keep pushing it and pushing it. And now they found out how to put the RNA genetically modified shit from their shots into hydroponic gardening and trying to switch over so many different facilities to this hydroponic shit. And they're still not going to want to label that. So you really do have to know where the fuck your food is coming from. And I don't care if you've always had a black thumb. Try to do something. Honestly, you know, you can do that. I, I mean, you can do that in your own arrow garden, which arrow gardens are super, super easy to use. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I don't care if you have a black thumb or a, a green thumb. You know, no, it does it on its own. It, it, it gets it, everything you know, it needs. You put food in it. And you plant food that comes with it every two weeks and it's super, keep it full of water. You're good to go. Um, but, uh, you can actually like, if you want your, your salad greens to have more magnesium, you can put a magnesium supplement in the water mm -hmm. and then your greens have more magnesium. Or, I mean, you can do it with anything like that. Selenium, like anything that's integral to your immune system. They're doing the same thing with the RNA. It's, it's literally the same thing. They're just not telling us about it. They're using it for nefarious purposes where you can use it on your own for 
you know, for great. In, in my system that I had, I had a copper wire in the refrigerator units for helping to chill the water faster. And because you get that constant supply of copper and those particular plants really like their copper. That is, that's literally electroculture. And it's, it's the same thing if you, and if you put some of that copper out of the water, like up into the air. So it's, it's, if you have a way to do that for it to come out, um, it, it kind of works similarly to electroculture. So it's pulling extra ions in there. You just don't use the wood with it. You just put the copper directly in the water. Keeps yeah. algae down too. So, but anyway, but Hey, you know what? You're, you're right. A non-lone ranger, the uh, city people will starve and the country people can hunt and butcher their own meat. Well, that's why they want the forest Mick and right now. Oh, look at Mick. Look at that. <laughs> Out there hunting for our food. Get me some good meat there, babe. Anyway. Awesome. Yeah. I had to share but that. But now they're asking the forest rangers and shit to go around and inject all the deer and turkey and everything else with this shit. And the thing is, is, okay, where's your control subjects? If you're going to go out and try to vaccinate everything you can, uh, you might end up killing every fucking thing at the same time. Yeah. But then... And then we find out in that video that you just played a little bit ago that they've already been vaccinating uh, animals via the chemtrails. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're also getting animal vaccine in our air already they've been dropping um vaccine packets that look like food like little pellets in packets for animals to eat to vaccinate them in the u.s so as you're hunting out there if you happen to come across some kind of little pellet packet scoop that shit up and get rid of it yep exactly so oh and hey you know what they're they're going on in congress about um, all kinds of bullshit. You know, they had Chris Ray in there. Uh, mm -hmm. This was yesterday. Josh Hawley went off. This is a bit of a longer clip too, but well worth it. You know, because they now, isn't Holly the one that's decided to go be a university teacher and all that crap. And I don't think so. No, which one is that? Did you hear McCarthy's resigning though? Yes. Yeah, he um he got he got pissed apparently that you know, he got found out that he's not actually a Republican. He's a, a Democrat with a dick in his mouth. Right. Well, he wants to go train the other little rhinos how to be good big proper strong rhinos. Exactly. You know? So, he's done. Maybe he's sleeping with Liz. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> except I don't think she has the right equipment for him. Just saying. Oh, well, maybe she does because you know I didn't she, look that close at Miss Piggy. She might be a man. You never know. So anything's possible today, is it not? You never know. Anyway, so uh, let's listen to Josh Hawley and uh, okay. his little fireworks here. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, Director Ray. Thank you for being here. I noticed with interest in your written testimony that you said, and I'm quoting you now: "The FBI uses all tools available at its disposal." to combat domestic terrorism, which now apparently includes the crime of being Catholic. Let's talk a little bit about the FBI's egregious targeting of Catholic Americans. You have repeatedly been asked 
about the memo gener generated by the Richmond field office. We now know in collaboration with multiple other field offices about recruiting sources in Catholic churches, you have repeatedly said that no human sources were approached. This is you on July the 12th in the House. You were asked directly by Jim Jordan, do you think that priests ought to be approached to give information on parishioners? You said, no, sir, no, sir. You went on to say, we do not recruit, open, or operate human sources. We do not report on religious organizations. You went on to say, this product, meaning the Richmond memo, has not resulted in any investigative action. But now we know that, in fact, FBI agents did approach a priest and a choir director to ask them to inform on parishioners. So were you lied to when you gave this testimony, or were you lying to Congress? Neither. So the, you are, your question conflates two different things. Uh, there's the intelligence product itself, uh, which the Richmond field office created. It was written by, as our inspection found, by analysts in Richmond, reviewed by people in Richmond, and captioned Richmond field office product. Separately from that, there was an investigation of a specific individual who was amassing Molotov cocktails and posting about killing people. And it does not surprise me that there were people who knew that subject in that investigation, that is the guy building the Molotov cocktails and trying to kill people, that people talked to the witnesses who knew that person. And I think the product, the Richmond Intelligence product, which cites that investigation, is actually pretty transparent about exactly what I just said. No, I, no, I don't think so at all. In fact, a whistle, the only reason we know this is a whistleblower has come forward and told the House under oath that the FBI went and interviewed priests and choir directors in the Richmond area, the, the House goes on to say that the FBI has repeatedly refused to disclose this information. The only reason we know it is because a whistleblower came forward with it. Just like the only reason we know about this memo is because a whistleblower came forward with it. How many other parishes around the country have priests or choir directors been approached? By the way, are, are Catholic choirs now, are, are, they, are they breeding grounds for domestic terrorism? Is this, is this your latest theory? How many other parishes have FBI agents approached priests and choir directors to ask about parishioners? Look, Senator, we do not and will not conduct investigations based on anybody's exercise of their constitutionally You have religion. done so, and your memo sure. explicitly asks for it. Those your memo labels traditional Catholics as racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists in need of investigation. You have a list of churches, a list in the memo, You've repeatedly said, we don't target churches. We don't list churches. They're listed in the memo. So how many other parishes have you gone to to talk to choir directors, for heaven's sake? As I've said, so the answer to that question. <laughs> no, I don't know the answer to that question. But I can tell you that we don't investigate people for their exercise of their constantly protected, constitutionally protected religious expression. I, I that particular intelligent product is something that as soon as I saw it, I was aghast. I had it withdrawn. Really, you were aghast. I was. And, oh, really? And yes, what sir. have you done about it? Did you fire the people who wrote it? No, I had it withdrawn. Have you fired anybody involved in it? Senator, if you would give me a chance to answer That's a your yes question. or a no. It's not hard. Have you fired anyone involved in the writing of that outrageous memo, about which, frankly, you've repeatedly misled the public? 
Yes or no? The individuals involved have in that you product fired were anyone? Not, just a minute. Were not found to have engaged in any intentional or bad faith conduct. And in fact, in fact, Senator, a number of the individuals so the involved, no. a number of the individuals involved in writing that product in the Richmond office were themselves Catholics. So the notion oh, I see. that so they were targeting they, their own oh, faith. Oh, so they is have to get out of jail free card. I see. They, I see. So you're I immune and they're that. immune. So we shouldn't ask questions about it. You haven't done a darn thing. You haven't fired anybody. In fact, what the House found is, what is it? You, you admonished them. They were admonished. And their respective supervisors were told to engage with the Human Resources Division to ensure the deficiencies are addressed. Oh, well, I feel much better. They've been sent to bed without food. Good heavens, Director. This is one of the most outrageous targetings you have mobilized. Your division, the most powerful law enforcement division in the world against traditionalist Catholics, whatever the heck that means, and you're just told us you, you have not fired a single person. I mean, here, it gets worse. Your Richmond field office, they thought there was nothing wrong with this. The House interviewed the head of the Richmond field office. He testified. It's all here in the public report. I refer you to it, pages 12, 13, 14. He testified he saw no problem with this. He said he thought it was fine. In fact, we have internal memoranda of the members of the field office high-fiving. One peer reviewer, another member of the field office wrote, I think this is a great product. I really enjoyed the read. Do you have a problem with systemic bigotry against Catholics in the FBI? No. What are you going to do about this? Are you going to fire these people or not? Those individuals have all been admonished, and it is all going Honest. into their, if you would let me finish my answer, it is all going into their annual performance reviews, which oh. has direct impact on their compensation, among other things. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I see. So the 60 million American Catholics who we now, who now learn that your FBI has recommended that priests be recruiters and informants, your FBI has gone to Priests, choir directors, but we're to feel better because you've admonished them for their wrongdoing. You, again, are conflating two different no, things. I'm not. When I am we taking are... your testimony where you said you do not. You said categorically, categorically, you said we do not. We do not go to priests and ask them about their parishioners. You said we do not. You didn't say we haven't. You didn't say we won't. You said we don't. As it turns out, you do, and you kept it from the public. You deliberately misled Congress about it, and the only reason we know about it is because a whistleblower came forward. I just That's fundamentally disagree with your characterization. Well, there's no characterization. The facts are the facts, and I fundamentally resent the fact that you have violated, if not the spirit, if not the letter, certainly the spirit of the First Amendment and use your law enforcement agency against Catholics in this nation. Let me ask you about one other thing. Last time you were here, you had to leave early to take a jet to your vacation in the Adirondacks. Now, let me just ask you this. A whistleblower tells us that you also maintain a home in Atlanta to which you fly on a regular basis. I'm told by this whistleblower from the FBI that you use the FBI jet to make that travel. Is that correct? All of my travel, personal or work-related, is required to be done on FBI planes. That is longstanding policy. It goes back well over a decade. I'll take that as a yes. The whistleblower also says that you regularly require the jet, which is based in Manassas, to be flown to D.C. because, and I quote now, Ray doesn't like to sit in traffic. Is that accurate? No, that's not accurate. He also says that you pay only the lowest-cost commercial ticket for that Atlanta to DC trip, which is, I don't know what, 200 bucks or something. 
when, of course, it costs twenty, thirty thousand to operate the jet. Is that correct? The the reimbursement that I provide is reimbursement that is set by OMB, OMB policy, and I follow that policy, which goes back over a decade, and I think has been chronicled in a GSA report from back in like 2013. You all provide all issues. the records to this committee of your travel and relevant use. I'll provide whatever that. information is appropriate, absolutely. But, uh, well, appropriate. I mean, everything that we ask for? I, I, we will follow up with you about providing information. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Senator Butler. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Director Ray, for... Yeah. Uh, Thunder. Thunder. Thunder Get the fuck oh, out of here. Oh. I don't usually like to give thunder kicks to politicians, but I'll tell you what, Holly was actually on fire there. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I like that. Yeah. And uh, no, you'll give us everything because we're asking for everything, not what you deem appropriate, not what you want us to know. I mean, how many of these trips, how regular? I mean, are you going every weekend? Are you going every third day? Are you going once a month? I, I, I think it's important to know how often he's traveling around wherever the fuck he wants to go at $30,000 a freaking trip. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, well, the, the, and that's only the, the part of it, but yeah, uh, the whole thing was slimy and smurvy. It's your freaking memo. It's yeah. in your department. You you should know. And then he tries, well, it was from Richmond, by Richmond, done by Rich. Okay, so you didn't think that uh, since we are supposed to have checks and balances within this country, that maybe you should have one of your people look it over for the validity of it being true? Here's the thing, though. Why'd they go after the Catholics? And I don't, I don't just mean like, you know, why did they go to the, the priests and the choir directors to get them to rat out their parishioners? You want to know why? Because they knew they'd do it. Mm -hmm. I fucking to you that the priest that's at the church that we used to attend Mm -hmm. would 100% rat us out. Like, go give out all information to the FBI. Especially just, depending on how big the payday is. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I mean, he stood up in front of the church it, during a sermon and flat out told the whole church that if you weren't vaccinated against COVID, you were going to hell. That only 38% of Georgia had gotten their booster shots and that you needed to get your booster shot or you were going to kill grandma and go to hell. He literally said that in the middle of a sermon and I got up and fucking walked out. Oh, I would have had some words thrown across that fucking chapel I first before I walked the fuck walked out. out and never set foot in there again. Mm -mm. But I guarantee you. I would have asked him, are you being paid to say that so that you could actually have church and have us here today? Or have you just completely sold out? Did God tell oh, you no. that or did he your government tell out. you to say even, it? Even after the bishop, which our bishop's actually a good guy, even after the bishop told him specifically um, that he needed to take down the tape that was set because he had like every other pew was blocked off, right? So he was basically cutting the church in half. Um, right. it, it had to be down by Easter and the bishop showed up for Easter and it was still up. And like, he just, he straight up ignored what the bishop told him to do. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
because he thought it wasn't safe because he was a science major in college before he went to <laughs> seminary. So he thought it wasn't safe. I'm not even fucking kidding. Okay. I was early on indoctrinated and went to a specialized indoctrination camp. And mm -hmm. I've just always been told to trust the science. And therefore, whatever the science says must be true, whether it has any validity in common fucking sense or not. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yeah. So there's plenty of priests out there that would be more than happy to turn their parishioners over all information about them, whatever. I, I'm sure you wouldn't mind this. My fucking world. <laughs> exactly. What, what else is there to say? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Kennedy, Senator Kennedy also, um, went after Ray, you know, he's always good for a joke. Yeah. I saw this one. He is I love it. joke, but, um, you know, Hey, if we got to watch jokes, the movie, might as well. Have I mean, they just, yeah, exactly. Decent script. Exactly. Of course, as you know as well as I do, that the, the FBI cannot censor American speech. Talks about abridging speech. That our First Amendment does. At one time, I think it was during your tenure, the FBI had 80 FBI agents working with social media. Uh, encouraging social media to take down accounts and remove, quote, disinformation and election interference. Um, a district court uh, found that the FBI and other agencies asked social media platforms to remove content and to change their moderation policies in a way that violated the First Amendment. And it went up to the Fifth Circuit. The Fifth Circuit limited the injunction, but here's what the Fifth Circuit said. The FBI, quote, likely coerced the platforms into moderating content and encouraged them to do so by effecting changes in their moderation policies, end quote, in violation of the First Amendment. The FBI agreed with the plaintiffs that, quote, I'm quoting the Fifth Circuit, federal agencies, federal agents ran afoul of the First Amendment by coercing and significantly encouraging social media platforms to censor disfavored speech, including by threats of adverse government action, like antitrust enforcement and legal reforms. That's serious. Is the Fifth Circuit wrong? Well, as you may know, uh, first off, let me just say the opinions talk about a whole bunch of other executive agencies besides the FBI, and, and I'm not going to speak to what the other agencies did or didn't do. But well, it's you weren't the only one. It but, was the White uh, House. But it just, was Homeland Security. But, 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 but your folks were there, too, all 80 of them, 80 agents, well, but, combing social media every day. Calling Twitter, calling Facebook, take that down. Get rid of that account. And it wasn't just on election interference. It was on COVID vaccines. It was on lockdowns. So a couple things, uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to clarify this. So first, on things like COVID vaccines and stuff like that, 
Uh, the FBI had no role in telling anybody to take anything down. Uh, in fact, as you may know, the FBI was the only agency back at that time and the only agency in the entire intelligence community to reach the, con the conclusion to moderate confidence that uh, the origins of the pandemic were most likely a lab leak uh, in China. We were the only agency, uh, so we most certainly were not <laughs> encouraging anybody uh, to uh, communicate differently on that. Second, even on the topics we did communicate with social media companies about, from everything I've seen, we in fact did not instruct anybody to take uh, that information down. As to the Fifth Circuit's opinion, as to the Fifth Circuit's opinion, uh, as you may also know, uh, we actually hotly contest uh, a lot of the findings uh, and, and not just the legal conclusions, but the actual factual findings uh, and have uh, the department has sought Supreme Court review, asked them to vacate the injunction. The Supreme Court's not only vacated the injunction, but uh, granted cert. So I probably should let, leave let it at that. Let me stop you a second. I've gone way over. I'm going to ask you one last question. We had a we, we had a controversy during the election about Mr. Hunter Biden's, Biden's laptop, and at that time you had eighty agents interfacing with social media, doing whatever they were meeting, doing. Um, the FBI had the Hunter Biden laptop on got it on December 9, two thousand nineteen. The the New York Post story. Which, which a lot of the social media companies at the, at the suggestion of government took down. The story came out on 10-14, 2020. Why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the, 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 the laptop's real? Why didn't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it, but it's real. This isn't a, 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 a fiction. Well, I, I, as you might imagine, the FBI cannot, especially in a time like that, be talking about an ongoing investigation. Second, I would tell you that at least my understanding is that both the FBI folks involved in the conversations and the Twitter folks involved in the conversations both say that the FBI did not direct Twitter to uh, suppress. But others were story. in government. Well, I can't, again, I can't speak to others in government. Now, that's part of the point that I was trying to make because the Fifth yes, Circuit's sir, but opinion. But you're the FBI. You're not part of the White House and part of Homeland Security. You're not supposed to be political. You see all this controversy going on. Why didn't the FBI say, time out, folks. We're not getting in the middle of this, but the laptop's real. Again, we have to be very careful about what we can say, especially in the middle of uh, an election season because that's precisely some of the problems that led to my predecessor's uh, negative findings from the Inspector General. Did you hear a gavel? Thank you, Senator I heard Kennedy. A gavel. Thank you, Senator. Why didn't you just say it's real? Well, we couldn't say that. You know, because it might make Joe lose. Right. Well, I have a question, V. Lynn, because I... I have a hard time remembering all the names involved in certain things, but weren't there key members of the FBI or ex-FBI that came out and swore that it was a, a, a misinformation, that, that it was Russia, Russia, Russia bullshit, the laptop wasn't real? So if you have all these current 
and former FBI agents on this paper, you know, that, that Joe liked to talk about in the debate to try to debunk it all. Don't you think that the FBI itself to save name and face would make it a point to say, no, it's real. And uh, that's all we can say at this point. But considering that this might possibly impugn the honor of such a loyal establishment, whatever, you know, smoke they want to blow up your ass, they could have said it's real. And that's all we can say. But they did. Uh, the debate's on. You want to watch it? Sure. You guys want to watch the debate? What do you think? I want to see if Trump's actually there and, and if he absolutely hands them their fucking asses. Okay. I want to see China shop bull man just wreaking havoc. Oh, that cunt. Ugh. Uh huh. To Mr. Trump. We begin with the question of election. Trump's not there. To do it. Is he? In fact, There's Nikki Haley is beating you in New Hampshire and South Carolina now and closing in on you in okay. Iowa. Yeah, definitely. You know, the RNC youth advice. And that's exactly what we've done. Republicans are going to get on the America. That is the choice we podcast on Sirius XM. I'm Eliana Johnson with the Washington Free Beacon. And I'm Elizabeth Vargas with News Nation. And we are live on News Nation and the CW. It is make or break time for the candidates on this stage right now with the no, primary starting no. just weeks away. And we have a lot to cover over the next two hours. So let's begin with tonight's rules. Candidates will have 90 seconds to answer questions, 60 seconds to give a rebuttal at the moderator's discretion. You will all see the timing lights that will indicate when time is up and it's time to stop talking. And the time we have is critical over the next two hours, so we ask the audience to please keep your applause to a minimum. All right, with that, let's get started. On stage tonight, four candidates, all vying to become their party's nominee. And given the state of affairs in our political system right now, one of you might very well do it. Even many Democrats now... Nope. No one's going to do it because Trump's not there. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Trump isn't there. What's, what's the point? Nope. Supposedly, according to the interwebs, it said he was going to be there. Yet Trump's not there. So is that him trolling? Like, yeah, I'll be there. No, fuck y'all. Nope. <laughs> nope. He wasn't there. Don't care. Nope. Not there. Yep. Nope. Don't care. All right. So, yeah. Um, well, hey. I'm is... sure we'll get clips in the morning. Yeah. All right. I have um two... Yeah, exactly. And I don't even give a shit, honestly. What? So we can make fun of Rhonda Sanctimonious and Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy. And both Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy aren't even eligible to be presidential candidates. Either is Kamala Harris. All right. Well, didn't they say that uh, Chris, uh, Christy, whatever, that he was taken off of the uh, ballot in a few states already because he didn't have the money to continue or some shit like that. So why are we still seeing his fat ass on stage? I I don't know. I don't know. But okay. um, this is coming out right now. This literally just came out. Hold on. From Stu okay. Peters. And I'm not a huge Stu Peters fan, but um, this literally just popped a minute ago. So yeah, Stu Peters, you gotta be careful. I know. So I've I I just like this came across my feed real quick. 
Um, I'll give it a whirl. We'll see. It says. Well, if our Stu Peters show medical contributor is right, stories like Christina's are going to be exploding. Cases like that will be hard to hear. Abundant. Dr. Jane Ruby is back with her latest takes on these COVID-19 bioweapon shots. Today, Dr. Jane says that she has evidence that Pfizer vials contain parasite eggs that are now hatching by the millions. She says that they could be bioengineered, part animal, part technological hybrids. And she joins us now, Dr. Jane. Uh, what? Yeah, Stu, on Friday, I, I broke on your show that this information was coming in, and I had already seen a great number of the photos and the videos uh, put out by a group of German uh, parasitologists, if you will. These are specialists in identifying uh, parasites in human blood and in human tissues. And they have found uh, in a number of Pfizer vials uh, these, these parasites. The interesting thing is, Stu, they have found the, 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 like a self-assembling. This is why I think it's, it's, part, it's a hybrid of something part animal and part technical. Uh, they end up assembling themselves in such a way, or the material does, such that the eggs are, are spewed out. And then those eggs develop rapidly, within hours, by the way, into full-length uh, parasites. They did not specify, it was, it was interpreted through, from German. Uh, they did not specify what species, what type. They, they didn't really, couldn't really recognize that. But these experts were able to identify by a 40,000 magnification, uh, a GI tract, a tail in the fully formed parasites and a sex organ section where they are continuing, once they're released or once they're, you know, full blown developed, they start to, to spew out more and more egg sacs. It's really gross. I want to show you this first picture here that we have. It kind of looks like, you know, visually like two peas in a pod. Uh, what, what this is from a Pfizer vial that they looked at under the microscope from directly from the vial. And they watched in real time, these two eggs develop. And then from these eggs, many, many uh, uh, of these parasites developed. This is incredibly frightening, it's visual. And I have to tell you something, Stu, this isn't just this group. We have doctors from five continents that have been reporting on this, and now there are more coming in uh, day by day, including Dr. Zandre Batha, who has thousands of these. You know, she's a blood microscopy expert. She diagnoses her patients with post-jab illnesses and finds these in their blood as well as the artifacts. And remember, we've said there are very, there are very, there's a variety of things that are in these vials at any given time. It seems like we're having a rash right now of finding these parasites in their, their eggs exploding into many more parasites daily now from these doctors that are diagnosing it. So um, in, the, in the Dr. Jane Ruby show, which will follow yours, uh, today, you will see two, two of my segments are going to un, um, reveal all of their work that they've put out so far, these German parasitologists, including some of the work from Dr. Zandre Batha, some other doctors, the Austrian doctors. And in the third segment, I'm interviewing someone who is uh, a, a microscopy uh, expert who diagnoses uh, blood injuries from these jabs uh, here in the United States. Dr. Eli English will be here and on the Dr. Jane Ruby show, and she'll be explaining how many she's been finding, countless, and how she's going to try to treat them, how she's treating them now, and what kind of success she's having. It's really disgusting. So Dr. English here in the United States can verify also that she has seen these parasites in people's blood? 
Absolutely. I want to call your attention to this next photo. You see this sort of this, this, I don't know if it's more than one parasite, but it's kind of a, it looks like thread all looped around. Yeah. But that, that's that chunk in the middle, Stu, is the, is the egg sac. And this parasite, if this is one, is released after it grows and advances and matures, which happened within 10 hours of warming the vial, according to the German parasitologist, that sac releases many, many, too many to count, they said, uh, eggs. And in the last picture, the third picture here, I want to call to your attention. This is from Dr. Zandre Batha's library. This is someone who's been jabbed. Look at the blood. It's in the typical Rulio formation. They kind of stack like coins. The red blood cells are clearly damaged from the material. This is a Pfizer injected person. And we, what we see here appear to be four uh, parasites. They have the, the these parasitologists looked at in an exact uh, version of this in their vile uh, pictures. And they've said to the far left, that's the head. They were able to magnify them, like I said, 40,000 times uh, their normal size and see their internal structures. I don't know what's going on here, Stu, but none of this seems to garner a response from Pfizer or any other pharmaceutical company to say, hey, wait a minute, that's, that's wrong. It's off base. It's not real. Silence. Uh, where's the fact checkers on this one? So you speculate that these could be bioengineered, part animal, part technological hybrids. Would that explain why these things are maybe able to live despite the fact being stored at temperatures that, I mean, are sub, super sub-zero? It could be. I mean, full disclosure, I'm not an expert in that area, but, you know, I am in, in physiology and, and, and biology and, and physics. Yeah, so how could something and that's living actually survive in temperatures that cold where these Pfizer vials are supposed to be stored at. It's like cryo, you know, it's like storing your, your, your eggs, uh, your sperm. I mean, you can store them at such temperatures that they just sort of stay. And then you, when you warm them up, they become active and, and, and fully living right. again. And remember, Mr. Hirschman, the embalmer said he's never seen those white you know, long, the, the material, he's felt it, he's touched it, he's tried to pull it apart. He's never seen anything like that. And I wonder, Stu, if these, these parasites are filling the bodies, and then when someone dies, they die as well. The, the, the organic part of them dies. And maybe they're, I'm speculating, maybe they're congealing, and then they fill, they fill the yeah, vasculature. I don't know. Um, but if they are part technological hybrids, and they're self-assembling, could there be some reality to this whole theory of nanobots? Well, we have seen evidence of, uh, when you say nano, you're talking at the atomic level. So you need an electron microscope to see it. And we've seen electron microscope evidence of these nanobots. They, they, they appear to be small squares of graphene sheets, again, which is at the atomic level. They're single sort of cell, you know, a, a smaller than a cell actually, but a cell wall. Uh, and they have these nano, uh, the, these the circuitry, if you will, embedded in them. We we could we could go on and on about that. Maybe that's a topic for the next show. But there's some really frightening things going on, Stu. We're trying to put the pieces together, but people are being injured day by day. And remember, let's not forget our military that are being decimated day by day, and they're 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 still trying to figure out a way to get this in children six months to five year years old. Uh, y'all, I told y'all about biosynthetic nanoparasites or parasites uh, a long fucking time ago. So um, 
I'm not surprised. Seriously. All the more reason to take regular doses of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and uh, all your other parasitic yep. shit. Fembendazole. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. Parasites. Well, that would be the next question. Okay. So have your German doctors, once they hatched this shit, uh, put a little ivermectin, fenbin, something in there to see if it has an effect on the fuckers? Do, do we have a fight back plan? I mean, if you're discovering them, you know they're there. And instead of just watching them multiply and multiply, are you at least cutting the herd a little bit and doing a little experimenting on how to kill the fuckers? Um, well, maybe it won't matter. Hey, you hear about that hole in the sun? A hole in the sun. Yeah, literally, like the song Black Hole Sun is coming true. Okay, so we got a hole in the ozone layer because we've used too much hairspray, and now oh, we've got okay. a hole in the sun. Yeah, no, check this shit out. This is craziness. <sighs> mm. Yep. Hole in the sun. Uh, and and where does this wonderful imagery come from? NASA. Oh, not a space agency. Not a space agency. However, uh from earth.com. Not shut up. Earth.com. No. Well, isn't that going to affect the moon and isn't that going to affect the tides and, and won't that affect every fucking thing else? I mean, coronal hole in the sun prompts Aurora alert for southern states. A high speed stream from a coronal hole is expected to lead to G2 moderate geomagnetic storming on December 4th. That was two days ago. And G1 minor storming on December 5th. Uh, according to an alert this morning from the NOAA Space Weather Prediction Center. Uh, I think I read this guy, to you guys the other the other day, right? Um, but now this hole in the sun, that was before, uh, now it's, it's bigger than 60 Earths and it's expanding. So um, it's basically creating like a, like a wind tunnel to send all kinds of weird fucking rays directly at earth and potentially wipe out all of our electronics like a Carrington event. Mm. Yeah. So, so like a, a big EMP slash blue beam burn your shit up. And, and we have the excuse that there was a hole in the sun and, and yep. what happens when the sun doesn't go away or explode or implode or, or, and, and you know, it's still existing but of course, the human naked eye is not supposed to be looking at the sun to look for some big hole. So there's that, you know. Yeah. And yeah. So, so okay. get get ready for your do weapons and your EMPs, people. You got it. Anyway, but we do have to get out of here because uh, I have to go feed the children. Yeah, it produces a solar storm of protons. Mm. Yeah, we're pretty much fucked. So. Um, is that so is God supposed to be coming down or, or Jesus coming back before mm -hmm. or after the sun implodes? Um, 
right before actually right before here uh, hold on i'll 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 read you the most recent prophecy on that one i read it this morning how, how is that going to keep us from uh yeah. being, okay the veil is made of blue when it parts the blue sky you see will fade away we will perceive it as another planet as if the firmament was its own ecosystem accompanied by land mountains water and even clouds close enough to travel to by tower while we gaze in disbelief there will be a bright star that will appear it will flash multiple times like a photographer's camera when your idol enters a room the flashing will end with a bright light the size of the moon with greater light than it as the light fades so will the power strange things will be seen in the sky evil things will occur within your footstep you must remain firm on your stone throne we will be in disbelief by both the power of God, but also in the awakening and realization of the lies, deceit, and wickedness. The evil knows. They will use it as an opportunity. Many will fall in the trap or by scurrying with no faith or path. Do not move until you see the pillar of fire, for he will come as a thief in the night. Your path will be set upon your faith and belief. All right, so the sun is actually like a giant Death Star thing, and it just opened up its hatch bay doors to release the uh, all righty dighty. Then <sighs> I hope you all have uh, been practicing your bending, your double jointedness, so you'll actually been over to kiss your ass goodbye. Just prepare. Just prepare. Be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. Uh, if you, I, I was, I listened to it before we, I listened to Mike Adams today um, because uh, on the way home after your show was over, on the way home from my parents and uh, he was talking about, he's been doing a series of interviews with people that um, do like survival they have like survival camps or they do protection for very high level people mm -hmm. and apparently all these high level high level people are building bunkers and preparing with three to ten years worth of food oh they got more than that have you seen some of those bunkers i play the videos mm -hmm. they, they have art galleries in their bunkers and 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 they have places where their food grows i mean they're, they're very quite extensive and and they can even drive down with their little cars and, and the, the whole when, when your favorite food or your dog food gets recalled it's because they want it for their bunkers Oh, when they take everything off the shelf, like they just did it to my dog food, which is like the best dog food. It's mm -hmm. a Victor. They took all Victor dog food off the shelf and send it back to the company. They recalled it all, all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so do we have spies and eyes out there that are locating entrances to these bunkers so uh, we can figure out ways to uh, get in and take care of some elitist type business when the time comes and they try to hide from us all, thinking that we're just all going to die and forget and they could come back and as different people to rule the world. I'm Pretty just much. asking. Yeah. Something like okay. that. Different lizard people to rule the world. Yay. Anyway, we do have to get out of here. We do. Uh, I will be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for the good book. So come check it out. Um, we get more people in there every day. I like it. Yeah. And, uh, and then Liana's on right after me. And she gets you through most of the day. Around and then, 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And then and uh, I turn it over to Pete or drunk pinata, you know, whatever anybody's feeling, you know, it d- depends on if you want to destroy your computer equipment or not. But yeah, Pete, I- I'm not sure about the OnlyFans thing, dude. We'll talk about it. OnlyFans for chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then uh, I'll be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 15 minutes of music and 6 p.m. for the regular show. I've got Jim Price joining me tomorrow. So that should be a good conversation. We'll have a lot of fun. So come check us out then. So for V Lynn and Liana, good night, fam. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace, as Mick would say.